What's going on, guys? This is All Smashed Together, Season 2, Episode 6, uh, Life Update, Co-Parenting, and Dad Point of View. Um, I just want to start off with my life. Uh, you guys have been listening to my podcast here for a little bit, and unfortunately, my dad did pass away. Um, he passed away, and it's kind of been the reason why I haven't done a podcast in a while. If you looked, last time I did a podcast was probably like March 2nd, I think. And today is April 16th. Um, he lost his battle to cancer after fighting strong for nine years after being like diagnosed with cancer, you know? So, I mean, I guess I'm finally a ha- like happy to see him at peace, you know? To know that he's no longer in pain, no more, no more doctor exams, no more getting poked, no more getting prodded. Um, but at the same time, it's a very big void that I have here in my life. Um, the void's kind of rough because not only I was blessed with one dad, I was blessed with two. And my stepdad just seemed to be that role filler. You know, he was my father. He was the person I ran to when I had questions. If I needed something to get fixed, he was it. You know, if things were happening in life, he was the person I would talk to. So it's kind of rough, you know, just trying to adapt, just trying to be myself again and be how everyone expects you to be. You know, I haven't really griefed. I haven't really griefed at all. Um, The reason why I haven't griefed, I don't know. I guess I'm just still kind of numb. It mostly hits me on the days when I want to call him, when I want to hear his voice, when I want him to, you know, answer the phone and just tell me everything's going to be all right. But since he's been gone, I don't know. I'm just kind of lingering, I guess you can say. Um... My life's been kind of crazy, and losing him was just kind of like the tipping point in my life. And, you know, going through what I, the process I was going through with him uh, made me appreciate more my co-parenting situation I had with my two boys. So here's a little backup. Uh, I was married for around eight and a half years, almost nine years. Um, been around three years divorced. And... Like, I was kind of terrified when I went through that divorce. You know, I, I picked a great a great mother to my children, and I'm blessed for that. And I guess it's kind of easier because we were married for so long. But, like, when you hear about separations and divorces or people being co-parents and stuff like that, you hear horror stories, you know? It's kind of like when you first have a kid, anyone's going to tell you the kid's not going to sleep at night. You guys are going to be so tired. So, like, all I heard was, like, stories about how co-parenting can go wrong. And that was a big part that I was terrified, you know, being a co-parent, not having my kids. And if anyone that knows me, anyone that listens to my podcast, anyone that's been with me through the beginning, know exactly what my boys mean to me. Like 110% know what my boys mean to me without a question of a doubt. So becoming a co-parent was like a big, big change for me. Uh, Becoming a co-parent was something that I didn't realize was going to hit me as hard when I left my marriage, you know? And I was terrified because even though, you know, I knew the person I was married to, I never knew that person in the situation that we were in. (laughs) Uh, But luckily, yo, I looked out, yo. I looked out and the co-parent that I picked, like there's no, like the co-parent I have, there's no bitterness, there's no saltiness, you know? Um, There's no craziness in our co-parenting world. And I know that's weird. I know that's different for a lot of people. I know, like, everyone has drama. Everyone has all those things that they hear about. 
what they're unsure about. And for me, I was more worried about what's going to happen with me and my boys. Um, it's proven my boys are my everything. And I just wanted to be a super active dad, you know? You guys been listening to my podcast lately, podcast lately saw me talk to my stepfather. My stepfather was my man. Like My stepfather was show, showed me what a dad was supposed to be like. So I didn't want to be in a broken household and not be a good father to my children. And I know when everyone thinks about it, like, I, like it's so nuts, you know? I went from having my kids every day, tucking them to bed every day, from telling them good night every day, to never missing a meal with them, to having them with me 24-7, to not being able to have that. And that's part of the consequences of uh, leaving a relationship, leaving a uh, marriage, leaving any situation you're in. Because granted, I was lucky enough to be in a situation where I was with this person for a while and we had kids and all that stuff. Some people just have it happen sooner, quicker, you know? And I just kind of looked out with the person that I had kids with because, like, even though we were married, like, there's not that, there's no tension there. There's no pettiness. There's no bickering. There's no, I'm making your life rough. You're making my life rough. Like, the reason why I want to do this podcast about co-parenting is because when I was going through it, losing my losing my stepfather, my dad, you know, um, this person had my back. Like, all right, oh. You're having a tough day today? All right, no problem. I got the kids. Oh, all right. Well, you know, we had to both, as parents, walk my son, uh, my oldest, because we didn't let the youngest do it. We had to walk my oldest through the process of saying goodbye to his grandfather. And that really shows you, like, the team and the people that you have around you. Because, like, you can hurt me a thousand times, but as long as my kids are protected, like, I'm good, you know? So... It was kind of rough in that aspect because, like, I was losing my dad and I was worried about my kids' feelings. I was worried about my feelings. And the one thing I did not have to worry about was the co-parent there that had my back because she had my back the whole way, you know? And, you know, everyone's probably like, oh, if you guys are like that, there must be feelings there. If you guys are like that, that, that. No. Like, there's just respect. There's, she's an awesome mom. I'm an awesome dad. And together we want these kids to know that they have a loving, caring, providing family, regardless of anything that happened between us. And I guess that's where I'm blessed at, because I guess a lot of situations go through like a lot of drama that changes that dynamic of co-parenting, where one parent is making it harder than the other, or another parent is making it hard for the other. Like where I heard stories of where women would restrict the fathers from seeing their kids, or Fathers would just be end up being deadbeats, you know? There's so many ways a broken household can go once that household is broken, you know? And as long as you maintain the focus on your children, then I don't think there should be any of those problems. There shouldn't be any pettiness. There shouldn't be any bitterness. There shouldn't be any, you know, any of that. And to be honest, I did hit some bumps in the road becoming a co-parent because, like, I go out of my way for my kids, no questions asked, but I'm still human, you know? Uh, so from the three years that I've been a co-parent, since the three years I've been divorced, three years that I haven't had my kids every single day, like I messed up probably once hardcore as a co-parent. And it was like one night that I fell asleep and I didn't put my phone to charge and then died. And uh, my co-parent 
was dropping off the kids in the morning because she had to go to work. And I was out. I was out like a light. I didn't know doorbell was waking me up, no nothing. Like there was no waking me up. And I woke up afterwards, like in a panic, you know, and terrified. No, how did I oversleep? How did I do this? Da 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 da. Woke up to text messages. Are you home? We're here. Open the door. I gotta go to work. I'm about to take him to your mom's. We're going through all that. And in my head, I'm like, damn it, how did I mess up? How did I mess up? How did I mess up? You know, and I got treated in a way. Where it's kind of rightful, you know? And at that moment, I didn't understand that. At that moment, I was like, look, I'm human. I just mess up, da-da-da-da-da. But I didn't sit there and stop to think about what my co-parent was going through, you know? Uh, my co-parent was in a situation where she was going to work. You know, she was going to work to make money to provide for our children. All right? She was going to work to, into a place where she's providing for our children. And, like, I was the dependable thing. You know, guys, I'm medically retired from the army. I raised both my boys uh, from day in and day out. I, if you guys want to say I was a stay-at-home mom, you can say I was a stay-at-home mom. Whatever gender roles you would like to put on that, I was the one that was home with my kids, while my co-parent was the one out there grinding. She's a workaholic. Like she, she's one of probably the hardest workers I've ever met in my life. So, like being in a situation where I didn't have my kids all the time was crazy for me. It was so crazy for me to be in the situation where I didn't have my kids all the time. And it was kind of just the repercussions of the decisions that I made. And that day I, I was thinking about myself that day. I was thinking about like, you know, why is she being so hard on me? You know, all I did was oversleep, you know? Uh, and then I sat there and I thought about it. I was like, what if the roles were reversed? What if it was like my weekend with the kids and I had to go drop off my kids to her? Say I was the one working and I had to go to work. And the only person that I was relying on wasn't being reliable, you know? And then I felt that panic, you know, that pressure, like, what do I do now? Do I take it to the do I take it to the grandparents' house? Do I just hold them for a little bit? Do I call off work just because someone was being irresponsible or because someone, you know, it was a mistake on my end, of course. You know, it was a mistake as a dad not getting my phone onto that charger, not having a ringer on, not having a general alarm clock, you know. And I had to sit there and put myself in her shoes to understand why it was as severe as it was. And when I did, when I actually opened up my mind into the concept of why she was freaking out the way that she was, you know, I felt bad because I'm that reliable source. I'm that thing that was supposed to take care of our children and I messed up. And that was one of the, like, probably the only bumps in our road, really, you know, uh, the other bump was kind of, you know, when you guys go from being together in a relationship and having kids to being separated is also learning boundaries, you know? And part of the boundaries is the fact that people move on. People have lives, people people live, but you just hope whoever comes into your life, whoever comes into your kid's life, whoever comes into your kid's life on your co-parents and just have the best intention for your children and would love your children regardless. And that was kind of one of the rough parts, you know, one of the general guy things. I want to meet the guys that you're bringing around my children. And I wanted this. I wanted that, you know, especially because how overprotective I am with my kids. When it comes to my kids, you can't tell me nothing. I will go to war for my children. So, you know, of course, I'm going to be overprotective. And, like, besides that one bump that we really had, it was just more the adjusting of co-parents, you know. And not only that, but people that come into our lives understanding that we're as us as co-parents, as long as our focus is on our children 
And it's not about, hey, how's your day or not back conversations. And I'm not trying to relive any feelings. I'm not trying to complicate anything, you know, Um, then everything works out. Like, you know, she she's been real helpful to me and I've been real helpful to her. Like she works a full time job and this virtual learning stuff happened. And me as a dad as I am, I was like, I'll I'll do the virtual schooling. I was like, I'll take them. You're telling me I'll have a reason to see my kids every day and to be around them and to teach them. And just and I missed that. Remember, I was a stay-at-home dad. That was my feeling. Like, cause I still make money from the VA and stuff like that. So I don't at that I don't being a caregiver is what I was. So having that, having that, you know opportunity again was awesome and you know she could have been spiteful she could have been mean she could have been anything like nah i got it you don't need to worry about it you know she could have been like nah you know and i know for the fact that i'm a good dad but if she still said no and she said she wanted to do it technically she would have all rights to say that but she gave me that opportunity you know she never she never made me break my arm she never made me bend backwards and Never made me uh, bend backwards, and that's pretty dope. Cause I thought that I would have to. I thought I would have to beg and plead for my children. From all the ch- all the stories that you hear about how co-parenting goes, regardless if the person was married or they just had a kid and all that stuff, I thought that I would go through horror stories. And it really is important to pick the people that you have kids with, cause like. It's nothing like that. It's nothing like that at all. Like, we're finally to the point now where we're becoming that fine unit, you know? Like, we've been a good unit. We've been good co-parenting. We've been ebbing and flowing, you know? Hey, I got doctor's appointments. Can you do this? Hey, da-da-da. And the good thing about being a good dad is that my co-parent knows that she could depend on me. It could be for a doctor's appointment. It could be pick up the kids from school. It could be, it doesn't matter if it's five, ten minutes or hours. All they have to be like is, hey, you know, can you come get the boys for me real quick? I have I'm out. I'm flying. I'm like, all right. I'll be there. And then it's the same thing here, you know? She'd be like, hey, I want to go on vacation with the kids. Do you care? I'm not going to be like, oh, you're going to take our kids on vacation? Now, no. Why would I make... What is my purpose of making my co-parents' life any harder? And then try to try to stop my kids from having life experiences just to be spiteful or just to be bitter or just for being upset, you know? And it's kind of wild because there was a lot of pain that comes with being a co-parent. And there was a ton of pain. And it's crazy because I really don't understand. I don't really understand the dead, deadbeat dad aspect. And this is coming from a kid that has a deadbeat dad, you know? And everyone can say, that's disrespectful. I don't care. Like, I had a man in my life that did not, did not handle responsibilities of being a father. And he was the person that brought me into this world. So I promised myself that's one thing I always wanted to be. And anyone that talks to you, they'll tell you that, like, being a dad is my identity. Like, yeah, I served this country. I fought a war for this country. And then people be like, oh, he's a veteran. When people talk about me, I hope they always come out first saying that he's a father. Because my children are my purpose on this world, you know? My children are my life, literally. And that's why I made this podcast today, because I'm so blessed to have the co-parent that I have. I'm so blessed to be in the situation where I'm at. 
because I have friends and guys, it's serious. It's so serious, ladies and gentlemen, everyone that's listening. It's so serious. Like I have friends. They're like, yo, I just want to see my kid. Like, you know, I haven't been working, so I'm not caught up with child support. Da 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 da. So she won't let me see my kid until I pay child support. And I'm like, wait. So because you cannot financially provide for your child, that means you are not able to be in that child's life. Like that's the stipulation that is pressed upon you. And I get it, you know, everyone needs help. A kid's not cheap. I got two boys, man, 10 and five, and they're anything but cheap. But I hope, I know for a fact, I know for a fact, I know for a fact, and this is how much faith I have in my co-parent that if I lost all my VA benefits, my social security, any of those things that I have right now that had helped me pay bills and I couldn't provide for my kids financially, that as long as I'm a stable father, they're physically, mentally, emotionally, I don't think it'll be that bad of a hustle, as a hassle, you know? And that's, that's the thing, like, you know, that even if I'm broke, I have a co-parent that I don't think will punish me for that. You know, I think I have a co-parent, but look, it's not about the money. It's about you being their dad and their presence in their life. And that's powerful. And that's powerful because, you know, people sit there and they wonder and like, you know, you wonder how it's going to be. You wonder how life's going to be. And I, I, I'm i human. I'm human just like the rest of y'all. And I'll never be perfect. I'm far from perfect. But I'm kind. And I understand. And I understand that life's not always going to give us the best situations. But if roles were reversed, if my co-parent couldn't provide for my child, as long as my co-parent can be the parent that they're meant to be, then I'm fine. Like, you know, I was raised by a single mother. I was raised by a single mother. You know, I had my stepdad there, but he's a mechanic, alcoholic. My dad was a deadbeat. I was raised by a single mom that had three kids, right? And no matter what she was going through in life, she had to hold it down. And the last thing I ever want my co-parent to feel is that with having two kids that are mine, that she will ever go through anything by herself. And that's no feelings involved. It's not, I hope she loves me and she helps me. No, I hope this person understands that we have a common mutual respect and understanding that it's our job and our duty to raise these two gentlemen to the best of our abilities to make them be as good as they can be in this world, as educated, as smart, as kind, as gentle, you know? And I didn't have that. I didn't have both sides, you know? I had a stepfather to show me what love was like, but that let's go outside and play catch. Let's go, you know, let's go for a walk. Let's go do that. I didn't have much of that, you know? So it's good to be in a situation where I'm with someone that even though we're not together anymore, and even though we have brought these kids into the world, that we can keep it together and be a cohesive unit. And whoever comes into my life, whoever comes into my co-parent's life would have to understand that. Like that's a mutual thing right there. Like when you have kids and you have someone that's still willing to give you that chance to be the father in your kid's life, even when you guys, I've never really received a hard time besides that one time I messed up. Never. Maybe have to ask twice, you know, 
hey, can I get them this time? Or, hey, what's your schedule like now? But, like, I've never, ever had to ask twice to receive my children, really. And that's a, that's, to me, that's amazing. I thought it'd be a hassle. From all the things that you hear and all the things that you see and all, all the stories people tell you, you know, you think it'd be a hassle. And it's not. And it's pretty dope, to be honest. And even though it's dope, and I played out that like it's this crazy dope thing that uh, being a co-parent, having a cool co-parent is, don't think it's all sweet, you know? It's not all sweet. It's not sweet at all. Because if you're an active parent, it doesn't matter if uh, if you're an active parent, it doesn't matter if you're the mother or the father. If you love your kids and your kids are your purpose, having to go without them can probably be one of the hardest things you'll ever do in your whole entire life. And people think it's easy. People think it's cool. People are like, you know, I'm going to give you my point of view, the dad point of view, okay? This is how I feel when I do not have my children with me. This is my experience that I have experienced while not having my children, okay? So this is part of the dad point of view, you know? The co-parenting is important. The co-parenting is important. Co-parenting is important. And I hope regardless if you're the dad or the mom in the situation, I hope you guys make it as easy as possible to be the co-parent to your children and to make each other's lives easier. Because that kid didn't do anything wrong to be treated differently by both their parents when that child came into this world, you know? And it, it's something special to have that. And, you know, and I'm not, you know, people see co-parenting different. People see the goals of what they want differently. I know there's some people that think they can function co-parenting on a daily basis and still want to be included in that life in every aspect. Like, hey, I'm going to the museum with the kids. Want to come? You know, I understand that my co-parent has their own family. My kids have another family outside of me. And as much as that hurts, you know, it's kind of a dope feeling to know as well. Uh, so right now we're going to get into the dad point of view. I'm going to backtrack always, guys. There's no script to this. I'm just ranting and telling you about my life. The dad point of view of this is that as an active father, as the male that raised his children, that was able to be at home with them because I'm medically retired from the military, not being able to have your kids whenever the fuck you want is probably one of the most heartbreaking things ever. And I mean that in the aspect of, like, I never thought I would miss tucking someone in so much, you know? I never thought that when the house that I have, that my boy's staying with me when I do have him, that it being dead quiet would break my heart. I never thought that it would hurt as much as it hurt because I'm a, I'm a good dad, you know? I'm an active dad. So I'm like, as long as I'm active, you know, I don't feel like I'm missing out. But let me tell you, that first Christmas of not having my boys, that first holiday of when, you know, I wanted them and I wasn't able to have them because... You know, being a co-parent, you have to your schedules, you have to adjust, you have to agree. 
hey, you have Christmas this year, I get Christmas next year. Hey, you have New Year's this year, I get New Year's next year. You know, there's always a give and take. There's always a compromise. And just because you're compromising and that means you do get guaranteed time with your children does not make it easy. It doesn't make it easy at all. I would do whatever it takes to be the one to pick up my kids every day. Like, how was school? How was this? I'll do whatever it takes to feed them at night and not eat by myself and eat with my kids, be able to tuck them to bed every day. And everyone thinks, oh, you know, because you go every other weekend, you get free time. You get to have you. You get to breathe. You get to, you know, go out. You get to. The thing is, when your kid's your world, all those things, when you're doing those things, you want to do them with your kids, you know? Like, my kids are probably the main sole purpose. I probably even leave my house. <laughs> and that's the hard part of being, like, the dad. That's the hard part of being a broken home. That's the hard part. Like, yo, like, there's nights that I wish I could just go into my boys' room and just cuddle with them. And that's not possible. You know, there's, there's days like today or this weekend that if it's a nice weekend, I wish I can just... All right, boys, let's go do this without asking permission from a co-parent. Without, like, I sacrificed so much leaving the situation because now I don't get to have the things that are most precious to me every single day. And this is year three of this. And it doesn't get easier. It really doesn't. It doesn't get easier at all. Like, there's times I drop off my kids and I sit there. I was like... What do I do now? Like, what do I do now? What do I do with my life? Where do I go? Like, there's only, me only only so many times I go to the gym in a day. There's only so many hours I can stream. You know, there's so many hours I can be behind the camera to distract myself from the absence of not having my children. I mean, like, like I don't get it. Like, my kids are so much my world. I don't understand how... A father like mine could be partial roles in the child's life, you know? Could not give their everything to a child they brought into this world. And it's probably hardest when I'm going through stuff in life because everyone always needs that constant reminder. Everyone needs that constant reminder of, you know, why they're fighting this fight in life, why they're pushing on, why they, you know, what's that deeper purpose to them? And to me, those are my kids. And I know there's a lot of dads out there like me. I know there are a lot of moms out there like me that the moment that their kids leave their side, they have no idea what to do with themselves. You know, and it's fun. It's fun. Okay, I don't have my kids. I'm going to run errands. I don't have my kids. I'm going to go shopping. I don't have my kids. I'm going to go out tonight. But then I I'll give that all up to have it on a daily basis. On a daily basis. And this is coming from a dad that's in a good co-parenting situation. Like, I never have to beg for my kids. But I can't be like, okay, so you can feed them dinner and I have them every night. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. And my kids have a good mom, you know. My kids have a good mom. And as much as how I'm feeling, how I'm feeling, I'm pretty sure she feels the same. There's times where you sit there and you're like, she's probably like, I want my kids. And they're not there. And, like, this is the dad point of view. This is my point of view. Like, I know a lot of people run into people in their lives that make it seem like family ain't nothing. 
But I know how much a family can mold and shape a child. And even though our family is broken, I didn't want I didn't I didn't want them to be affected like a broken family. And I think my co-parent like like there's no drama, there's no pettiness, there's no bickering, there's there's no hassle. Like, hey, I want to take the kids on vacation. I'm like, all right, yo, go ahead, take them on vacation. I hope you guys have a good time. I I've, I've never been like I'm a streamer, guys. You watch me on Facebook, on Twitch, Smash OTG, whatever. You guys watch me, and I've I had weekends where I had to go to LA. It was my weekend with the kids, and I said, hey, you know, I need to go to LA for E3. Uh, you think the kids can stay with you? It was never all. Oh, so you're gonna give up your weekend not to be with your kids just so you can go look at video games in Los Angeles? Like it was never any of that. It was never no bad talking to me. It was never downplaying what I was doing. It was never all right, no problem. You know that's cool. So you'll get this. so I'll have them back to back weekends, and then you can have them back these back to back weekends. You know, you know how easy that is in life to have someone like that. Do you know how amazing it is to know that someone's willing to adapt to you without trying to hurt you or or degrade you or downplay your role? Like, I don't think I've ever gone anywhere and she's like, oh, so just want to let you know your dad left you this weekend to go play video games. Like, I don't think I have to worry about that. And that's an awesome feeling not to have like that, that animosity there between you and your co-parent. Like that's that's something like mad real, and a lot of people don't go through that. Everyone thinks that it's so easy going. Everyone thinks thinks it just is what it is, and it's not. It's not this this co parent shit is so hard, yo, so hard. And that's coming from someone that has it easy. Like I legit, I have it easy. I have an amazing co parent. You know. And I know a lot of people are sitting here listening to this. That means there has to be something there. It can't be so easy going. And there, no, you know what's there is children. Children are there. Children that are more important than how she feels and how I feel. Children that, regardless of what personal decisions we have made in life, are here now. You know. And it's rough because, like, I just think about all the times that I don't have them. And everyone's like, everyone's probably thinking like, oh, you know, it's cool. And that free time, it isn't cool. Like, I, I've, I always wanted to be such a good dad. I always wanted to be like a great dad. And everyone's like, you know, they know that you're a good dad. You're in their life. You're in their life. They're in their life. But I didn't want to just be in their life, you know? I wanted to be so much more than that. And it's hard to feel like no matter how you do as a father, no matter how great you are as a father, that you also fail as a father because you're not there every day. And that's facts. I can be, I can have a full-blown day with my kids. Uh, they just started, look, I even volunteered as a baseball coach so I could be around them more so we could get them outdoors and both of them play baseball just so I can be around my kids more. Because that's how much I fucking miss them when I don't have them. And everyone is always like, you know, they always try to see, oh, well, the mom drops off the kids and she's going to have fun. Dad's going to drop off the kids and they're going to have fun. 
And literally, when I drop off my kids, my life falls apart. And I know there's more to there. I know there. I have to work on me. You know, I'm going to the gym. I'm on this weight loss journey. I'm doing podcasts. I'm streaming. And nothing, nothing in this world fills that void. Nothing fills. I will. Nothing fills that void of being able to put your kids to sleep every night. Nothing fills that void of being there for every moment of their waking lives. You know, it's different when you have your kids all the time and then you have some free time. You know, oh, I've been with them seven days out of the week. I get an hour to myself. I'm excited. Yay. You know, and there's a difference. Well, okay. Now, like, think about it like this. They just started school. My kids just went back to full-blown school after this pandemic, you know? So I go from seeing them Monday to Friday from 8 o'clock in the morning to, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon to seeing them my weekends and that one extra day I have and now baseball practice. No dinners at night with them. No tucking them into bed. And everyone makes it seem like shit is sweet. Like, it's so easy to do that. I've seen friends drop off their kids and break down. Break down because all they wanted to do is show that kid how much they love them and give them more time. And some men in the situations that they're in will never have that opportunity. And for the mothers, for the mothers that are listening, right? For the mothers. I'm not sure what type of heartbreak you've gone through. But if that dad, if that father, the person who helped bring a child into the world with you, if that person is trying, not being perfect, if that person is trying, like legit trying, maybe they can't be there financially. Or maybe they're so busy working just so they can be there financially. I hope that you give him a chance to be a father. Regardless of what pain you've gone through, as long as they're not scaring you and they're not harming you or harming your kids, or regardless of who you end up with, I hope you give the father a chance to always be a father, especially if they're trying to be a father. Because I come from a generation where a father was a rarity. Where someone someone being a dad was phenomenal, you know? And I grew up in a generation where now we, I feel accomplished as a good dad. And maybe that's not a feeling I should feel because you brought a child into the world, you should be a good dad. But I know what it is not to have a good dad. So just because it's a responsibility that you think someone automatically has because they made decisions in this world that doesn't mean they're always going to step up to those, to those responsibilities. And fathers, 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 gentlemen, gentlemen, please, regardless of how bad you got your heart broken or regardless of how life gets, regardless of what you've gone through or what you're going through, I hope you know that when you brought that child into this world, that that child became your responsibility. And I don't care if you didn't have a dad to be there for you. 
my dad wasn't there for me. The person that I am named after biologically, I'm a junior. I'm a junior. I was na- I am constantly reminded of the person I wasn't good enough for just by my name. <laughs> so please don't let your kids wonder if you're good if they're good enough for you. If you're a father and you bring a child into this world, it's not going to be easy, especially if you're co-parenting, especially if you're not with that person, especially, you know, my biggest fear after having my two boys and becoming a co-parent is to end up being a co-parent again. Because are you not having your kids all the time? Not being that primary parent. If you're a good soul, a good parent, regardless if you're the mom or the father, like that shit hurts. Like I see moms, I see dads, I see them all posting it on social media, you know? Oh, I, like I saw one mom post that she was like in New York at the zoo and like saying how that she wishes her kids were there. And it's an act, this mom, I see this, this mom go everywhere with their kids. And to have that moment where you have to wish that you had your child, that shit's rough. That shit's rough as hell. So regardless of what you're going through and regardless of your co-parenting situation, I hope you guys try to make it the best. You have to understand it's compromise. It's not only just your life anymore. What I do is no longer just my life. No matter what I do affects these two children. And when it comes to these children, I have to answer to another co-parent as well. And as impossible as people make it seem being a co-parent in this generation, I got lucked out, you know? I got lucked out ridiculously. And I don't know. I just want to do this because I was thinking about how my dad passed away and stuff. Like my stepfather passed away. And how things could have been so much more rough for me if I had a co-parent that was making things hard for me. It was someone that wasn't understanding, someone who wasn't flexible, someone who didn't understand that I was going through one of the most worst moments of my life. And to know that I had someone that not only had my kids back, but had my back because I am the father of those children. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. And even though there's like no romantic feelings there towards my co-parent or anything like that, like anything that was needed, I'll probably do it. Because especially when it comes to these kids, without a question, without a question. Because I know it was vice versa. If I ever had to open up my mouth to my co-parent and said, I needed this, I can't afford it. My co-parent without a shot of doubt would do it. So I just want to get it out there, guys, and talk about this co-parent situation another point of view of a dad, you know? Um, I gave you guys a life update. My dad did pass away from cancer, so it's been kind of rough. He finally lost his battle. And you now I've been kind of blessed in my life for my two kids that are my purpose. And even though I ha- I'm in a fantastic co-parenting situation, None of this is easy. It's not. 
Right? There's a difference of saying, hey, my kid's spending the night at grandma's house to, hey, it's not my weekend. Or, hey, yeah, I'll see my kids. I'll see my kids in about five days. There's nothing exciting about that. I mean, it's coming out your mouth. That's pain. That is legit pain. The moment they leave me, it feels like I leave two pieces of my heart behind. And the whole time while they're not with me, all I'm doing is hoping that my two pieces of my heart will return to me faster. And that's just straight facts. And that's just like straight, honest, hardcore facts. And yeah, you get used to it a little bit, you know? You get that motivation. You get to find your purpose. But the moment I'm doing something, I'm looking at something, and I think it's funny, I'm like, yo, my kids would love this. The moment a movie comes out and I have to wait four days to watch it with them, I was like, yo, my kids are going to love this. The moment that my children leave me, it's heartbreaking. But it's also life. It's what I have to go through, I guess. It's what I'm going to continue to have to go through. But anyways, guys, that's basically the gist of my podcast. I just want to talk about a co-parenting, man, because like it's just from my point of view. I can't speak for you guys. I can't tell you about how your co-parenting experience. I can't tell you to change. I can't tell you to be a good dad. I can't tell you to be a good mom. I can't tell you to be more understanding. I can't tell you to put in more effort. All that is on you. All of that is completely on you. But I hope you guys make it easier for each other, and I hope you guys understand that it's about the children. Whoever is going through what I'm going through, whoever is in the worst situations, I wish they were in better situations and all that stuff. And once again, just for thanks for hanging out with me, guys. Uh, this is All Smashed Together, Season 2, Episode 6, uh, Life Update, Co-Parenting, and Dad's Point of View. And uh, next time you see your kids, I hope you guys hug them a little bit stronger. Because there's some of us that wish they had, they can get a hug at any moment, and we can't. And even though you might not think that's precious, it sure as hell is. This puppy. I'm out. Peace.